0: Good evening, everyone. This is Kevin Gianni from RenegadeHealth.com, and I want to welcome you to this very special, extra bonus interview for this month for the Renegade Health, um, for our Renegade Health fans as well as the Renegade Health inner circle. So I really hope that you enjoy this one. This one's really special and close to my heart because it's it's with one of my dear colleagues in the health industry. I was first introduced to our guest today uh, by one of my clients. I was doing a, a personal training session with one of my clients at the time, and she said, "Do you know who Susan Smith Jones is?" And I said, "No, I've never heard of her." And she said, "Well, you have to know who Susan Smith Jones is." So, me, you know, a little bit intrigued, I immediately went home. I typed in Susan Smith Jones into the into the Google, if you want to call it a Google, um, the Google, into the web browser, and I came up with all these great articles and all this great information, and then and then decided that I would contact her and get her on the phone. And ever since then, um, we have been you know, chatting back and forth. Susan's helped us with some things, and, and we've, we've had some, some great conversations. Susan actually even, and this is how, this is how incredible um, she is, the client that I had talked to, um, you know, who had introduced me to her, um, you know, really, really liked Susan, and she was very shy. And so I actually um, said one day, I said, you know, Susan, would you be willing to, to maybe say something to her and so Susan basically recorded um, a little saying and we sent it off to to the client and you know out of her own time, her own her own um, you know, effort and, and sent it off to her and it really made her day. So so that's I mean that's really special to me and I'm and I'm really excited to have her on board. She's the author Susan, you said twenty books the other day.
1: Twenty books, yes.
0: She's the author of twenty books, so prolific. <laughs> she's she's taught um fitness and, and health at UCLA. Um, she's really a who's who of the health industry. She's been doing it for 30 years after a back injury that um, her doctors told her that she would never recover from. And she kind of thumbed her nose at them and said, well, I'm going to try it my own way. And she did. And we're going to be talking about her newest book as well as some some cool stuff that she's come out with today. Her newest book is Be Healthy, Stay Balanced, which is 21 Simple Choices to Create More Joy and Less Stress. How does that feel? <laughs> less stress is good. So, Susan, I want to welcome you to this call.
1: Oh, Kevin, it's great to be back with you again. And you're right. Who doesn't want more joy and less stress? seems like everybody's stressed out these days.
0: So let's – I gave a brief introduction of, of who you are. Some people who may be listening don't have any idea um, who you are, who maybe have, haven't heard on the radio stations or haven't heard you just seen you know, on TV or anything like that. Why don't you just tell us a little bit, very briefly – um, you know your story, your personal story, because it's very compelling. And then we'll get into this book and we'll talk about stress and, and how people can can identify it and then get rid of it.
1: Well, all right. Briefly, in the 70s, I was in a terrible automobile accident. The car was totaled, and I was told by my doctors that I would have difficulty and pain the rest of my life. Would never be physically active again. And what did you say? I shoved my nose down at them, (laughs) but I proved them wrong. And with sheer perseverance and determination, and learning everything I could about health, um, at that time, within six months, I went back. They claimed it was a miracle. There was no sign of the severe fractured back, and I was so inspired by what my body did to heal itself that I went on to learn everything I could and. So over at UCLA, I got a few degrees. I got a bachelor's and a master's and a teaching credential. Then I went on to get a Ph.D. And as of today, I have written 20 books, uh, authored over 500 magazine articles. I lecture around the world. And I have such a desire and passion to teach people how to be vibrantly healthy, not just physically in the body, but mind, emotions, and spirit as well. And from everything I learned, uh, and because of that, and I live close to nature, as you know, Kevin, I've never taken medication in my life. I am rarely under the weather. Most people think I look about 15 to 20 years younger than my age, but this is how we all can live and be.
0: That's, that's incredible. And you, you mentioned, you know, we want to talk about stress here. And we want to talk about, you know, rebuilding the body and we want to talk about diet and all this sort of stuff. And, and when we were talking, you had, you had said that you're, you're into raw foods and you're kind of, you're kind of quiet about it. And, and I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, maybe that actually helps you with some of the stress around it because it, it doesn't seem like it's a big deal to you. Is that correct?
1: Uh Yes, I love raw foods. I happen—I well, let me see—for over twenty-five years, I've been a culinary instructor, and I teach people how to make healthy meals. And I'm in the process of completing my twenty-first book, which is a huge plant-based cookbook and uncookbook. And I—and I'm not a fanatic about eating one hundred percent raw foods. I feel better when I eat all raw, but because of my lifestyle and traveling around the world and teaching classes, and they're not all about raw foods. They're other culinary classes. I'm just eating better plant-based foods. I do eat some cooked food. It happens to be in this book we're debuting today on your show, Be Healthy, Stay Balanced. All 40 of the recipes in that book are raw food recipes. But in this new cookbook I'm working on, Half are Raw?, Half are cooked.
0: And that's great. And, and do you think that, well, let's ask that. What are some of the secrets to managing diet and stress? Because I know a lot of people stress out around their diet. I've, I've done it before personally. What are some of the things that you found, um, can help people kind of relax about it?
1: Well, first of all, it's hard to make the best decisions about eating and other lifestyle decisions if, and, and, and this might sound, uh, Strange to bring it in here, but it's so true. If you don't get enough sleep, too little, little sleep, Kevin, makes you hungry, especially for calorie-dense foods, which are not good for you, and also primes your body to hold on to all of the calories you eat. In other words, you could eat a pretty decent diet, and if you are in sleep debt night after night after night, chances are you're probably going to struggle with weight. There was a study done last year at Columbia University in New York City and found that people who slept six hours a night, Kevin, were 23% more likely to be obese than people who slept between seven and nine hours. Those who slept five hours were 50% more likely to be obese. Those who slept four hours or less were 73% more likely to be obese. And this is why it's so important to get good sleep. Cuz during the day you get stressed out, that raises your level of a, of a stress hormone hormone called cortisol. When you go to sleep at night, when you get good sleep, it brings that cortisol level down. And then also, let's let's even go peel off a few more layers and go deeper here. Research shows, Kevin, that skimping on sleep interferes with your body's ability to process carbohydrates. And that leads to elevated blood sugar levels and then, of course, an increased tendency to store calories as fat. And this happens because when you're sleep-deprived, your body produces more of the hormone called cortisol. So you see, Kevin, you you increase the levels of cortisol by just being stressed out but also by not sleeping enough and that sets this chain reaction in motion. So uh, you've got to put on the top of your list of priorities to make sure you get enough sleep. It changes your attitude as well, another important thing for living a life with reduced stress.
0: Yeah, and, and so let, let me just put it out there. How do you get out of that cycle? I mean, I have to admit, I'm probably not sleeping as much as I should right now. And probably a little bit stressed out because I'm working all day long. So how does someone break out of that that rut? I mean, of, of of going to bed at you know one, two, three o'clock at night, waking up at like you know who knows what time nine o'clock or or eight o'clock depending on what time it is. I mean, how do you break out of that rut so so you're finally back on track and you're getting that piece into play? Because look, if if, you're, if I'm only getting four hours of sleep and I'm, I have a 50% chance of of being overweight. Um, that's pretty scary. All
1: right. Oh, you know, I wish we could spend a whole hour just on weight loss because this is, as you know, epidemic in this country. As I describe in my book, Be Healthy, Stay Balanced, what you might want to do to break free from that rut, Kevin, and, or anyone listening, is to create a 21-day program with yourself. Ben Franklin said whatever you do for 21 days will make or break a habit. Behavioral scientists have shown that if you do something 21 consecutive days in a row, whether you bring in a new habit like getting more sleep or you give up something not good for you like having ice cream every night for dessert, then in 21 days you'll have either created a new habit or you no longer crave what it is you gave up. And the key here is that it really works. And, and no one's saying you have to do this for a year or six months or three months, but most people can commit to 21 days. But if you miss a day, like day three or day 18, you need to begin over again. So for those people that want to get more sleep, uh, you make a, first of all, you make a 21 day agreement with yourself to make it a top priority to get to bed at a certain time, say 10 or 11 o'clock at night, and wind down and I can just quickly rattle off, because I've got a whole section in the new book on how to sleep like a baby, hmm. uh, I can rattle off things that you need to do to get the good sleep. Exercise sometime during the day, but not right before bedtime, because it revs you up. Uh, keep a regular sleep schedule. Keep your room cool, dark, quiet, and comfortable. Use the bedroom primarily for sleep and sex. Wind down and relax before you go to sleep. Uh, put a few drops of uh, the essential oil of lavender on your pillow. Put fresh plants in your room. The oxygen from the plants help you, helps you to sleep better. Don't have a large meal before you go to sleep at night. Uh, you know, don't avoid alcohol and sedatives and caffeine and nicotine. Uh, nap consistently or not at all. And then uh, when you take a nap, limit it to 20 to 30 minutes. If you nap for three hours, that will interfere with your sleep cycle. So all of these things you can incorporate to help you get
0: better sleep. I have a question for you, and I don't know if you have any uh, scientific, scientific information on this, but what do you think is worse? Because I actually experienced this last night. I ate dinner very late, and so I stayed up because I didn't want to go to bed with a full stomach. So, so like, what's, what's worse? <laughs> going to bed with a full stomach? Or <laughs> That's staying a great up late? question. You know? And I'll
1: tell you this, Kevin. You had a choice not to eat a lot. If you know that you're eating late and you're going to go to sleep soon, you want to eat foods that are easy and quick to digest. Uh-huh. So, in other words, you want to stay away from A, a really big meal, and B, foods that have lots of fat and are heavy on protein. Because fats take longer to digest, protein revs you up. It's better to have more complex carbohydrates at night. Uh, and it's actually better for you to, to, to have something light, like a piece of fruit. So at least you get something, you don't go to bed famished, and it, but it digests quickly and won't interfere with sleep. Let's bottom line this. The purpose and role of sleep is to renew, rebuild, regenerate, rejuvenate your body. When you go to bed on a full stomach, then instead of renewing, rebuilding, rejuvenating your body, your body instead is digesting, metabolizing, absorbing, eliminating, going through the process of digestion. So consequently, you wake up more tired than when you went to sleep at night. And you don't get the good release of all those hormones, the growth hormone and everything else to rebuild and renew your body if it's busy all night long working to, on digestion, which takes lots of energy. So it's almost impossible to renew, rebuild, and rejuvenate your body if you go to bed after having a big meal. Right. You, want, you want a good two to three hours now, if you're really hungry before right before bedtime, not because the clock tells you to eat or you're stressed or bored or depressed, but truly hungry, find something that's high water content uh, that that will digest easily a fresh piece of a beautiful piece of fresh fruit is a great alternative
0: and what what got you into a plant based diet how did you How did you start on that?
1: Well, shortly after I had that accident, well let me backtrack even before that. When I was about 17, I had terrible allergies. And Well, let me even go back a little further. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was 16, I've never talked about this before, my dad died. Mm-hmm. And I dealt with it, Kevin, by not dealing with it at all. And the year after his death, I ate all of my feelings. They were all, you know, I ate everything I could find in the refrigerator, gained about 50 to 60 pounds that year, had terrible allergies. I'd always carry around lots of tissues to wipe my runny eyes and to blow my nose and clear my throat. I got terrible acne. I was a wreck. And my grandmother, who I thought was strange and a weird health nut lady, and I didn't relate to at all, took me to a doctor, an allergist who wanted to prescribe medication and said I'd be on it the rest of my life. And he gave me a prescription, and when my grandmother and I were driving back to her home, she said, we're not going to go fill this prescription, and I'm going to take you home and talk with you. And if you follow what I advise for you for 30 days, this is all I ask, Sunny. My nickname is Sunny. This is all I ask. I promise you, your allergies will be gone, most of your weight will have come off, your acne will have gone away, and your attitude will have gone from negative to positive. So she definitely had my attention. To make a long story short, I followed everything she said, Kevin. couldn't believe how great I felt. And I think if she was Native American Indian, she would have been the medicine woman. And then for the following seven years after that, I was her assistant. And I watched what she did. People would come to her from all around the neighborhood and she would go to their homes and whether it was a spider bite or cancer or, you know, anything from the biggest issues to the tiniest that still causes problems, she healed people with, with, with natural home remedies, never drugs, with herbs and foods and if they were stressed out, she had them take the shoes off and walk barefoot at the beach or on the, on the grass, or be out in nature. And she taught me everything she learned, and so now I use all of that in my work. And there is a way to live and be when you live close to nature that will make a profound difference in your life, because I think God has given us this blessing of an amazing body. Um, that, that is just so miraculous and the gift we can give back to God is how we care for ourselves and the best gift we can give to everybody in our lives, in our community and on this planet is to be as healthy as we can be in body, mind and spirit because we'll shine our light a little bit brighter that way and then we'll inspire people around us and they'll shine a little bit brighter and that's how we're going to create less stress and peace on this planet.
0: Wow, that was, I didn't expect that. I know. <laughs> so you
1: never know what I, what's going to come out of my mouth. <laughs> that was awesome.
0: <laughs> hey, I want to, you mentioned natural health protocols and there's so much stuff out there. Literally, there are, there are hundreds of different ways to do different things. What have you found to kind of like steadfast things that you, maybe like two or three of them, that, that you find just simply work?
1: You're talking about like natural home remedies?
0: Yeah, any anything. You know, all right. Any well, of first home. of
1: all, you've got to eat the right diet, and in be healthy, stay balanced. I have 21 foods. I describe each one that everybody should have in their kitchens, in the refrigerator, in the cupboard, and and in terms of foods, and, and let's say natural medicine, everyone should have an aloe vera plant in their kitchen. Because aloe vera, you just cut off. First of all, even if you don't have a green thumb, anybody can grow aloe vera. You just water it once a week. And if you have digestion issues, you'll be amazed at how many things you can use this for. You cut off a leaf, spoon out some gel, mix it in water, and drink it down. If you have hemorrhoid problems, take a little bit of the gel and use it on the area of the skin there where you have a problem with hemorrhoids. If you have gum problems or a child is teething, take some of the gel and rub, rub it on the gum area. If you have a sunburn or a bug bite or eczema or psoriasis, you cut a part of the leaf off, take the gel, and rub it into that area. It it, it reduces inflammation and pain and reduces scarring. Uh, and it's a great moisturizer for your skin. Coconut oil, if you get unrefined um, be wonderful coconut oil or coconut butter, uh, lots of people comment that I have beautiful, long, shiny, healthy, blonde hair. And every other week I take a spoonful, a huge tablespoonful of coconut oil, and I get it warm enough, you know, put it in a bowl and that bowl's in a thing of hot water. Get it warm enough so it's liquid, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then I put it in my hair. And then I roll my hair up and clip it on top of my head and I put a shower cap on. That way the humidity stays in and it opens up the cuticle on each hair. And the, and the oil of the beautiful refined, unrefined oil gets uh, absorbed into the, the hair shaft. And then after you, you can leave it on for, you know, at least 30 minutes. But if you can leave it on all day, great. And if you can go into a sauna with a shower cap on, that's even better. Then you wash it out, and you always end with cold water on your scalp. First of all, it's great for memory and thoughts and, and to grow more hair and to improve circulation to your scalp. But the cold water on your hair closes that sh- that cuticle that's on the hair shaft down, like closing pores on your face, closes the cuticle on the hair shaft and then your hair is really shiny because it reflects the light better. Kevin, it was years ago I was in, where was I? I was in Dallas, Texas giving a talk and I went to this spa. I got a facial and I got a hair treatment, uh, what they ca- called it the a scalp treatment, hair conditioning. And they, they charged $50 to sit me in a chair and my head was back and my long hair was in the sink. Do you know what I mean? Where they wash your hair. And the sink was filled with water with tons of ice cubes. And all it was was putting cold water rinse as the last thing on my hair. And they charged lots of money for it. So when I learned that, then I started doing that at home. And so I always make sure I finish every time I shower and wash my hair. You all, Whether you're male or female, your hair short or long, you want to finish with cold water on your hair, it will be shinier.
0: I never knew that. Up so to tell, I'll have to tell. <laughs> it's everybody.
1: amazing what you learn when you talk to me here, Kevin.
0: <laughs> well, I want to learn more. So let's let's talk about uh, there, there's there's not controversy, but there's talk about the difference between like a green smoothie and a green juice because you know people say, well, you're taking all the fiber out of the green juice. What do you what do you think about the, those two practices, the act of you know, green smoothies um, or green juice? I mean, do you think it's a big deal that we're taking the fiber away from this?
1: Well, first of all, no, they're both great for you. And just to let you know how important it is to eat more greens, there was just a review of 206 human, not animal, but human epidemiological studies. And leafy greens and green vegetables showed the strongest protective effect against cancer, heart disease, arthritis, diabetes, obesity, high blood pressure, compared with all other beneficial foods. And only one in about 500 Americans consumes enough calories from vegetables to assure this defense. Now, there are benefits to both juices and blending. When you juice, obviously, you remove the fiber. And when you take good, especially if it's organically grown, greens that you put through the juicer and then mix whatever you want so it's palatable. And I always add a little ginger and lemon. And you take that, sip it slowly on an empty stomach. Then the juice gets absorbed into your cells and very quickly you'll feel a burst of energy, you know, in 15 to 20 minutes. And that's great for you. And if you're doing a special detox or cleanse where you want to give your digestive system a rest, it's good to go for juices. But I still have I make one fresh big glass of green juice every day with whatever I have that's organically grown in my fridge. But oftentimes in the morning, I don't have time to make the juice because it takes a little bit longer. But it takes about three minutes to make a smoothie, including cleaning the blender. So for example, 3 hours ago I put I used uh tea as my base. I always have different detox or de-stress teas or green teas in my fridge. Depending on the color of the lid, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. So I used a tea as the liquid base. I put in one pear. I put in a handful of baby leaf spinach. I put in a tablespoon of Sunflower, uh, not sunflower, flax seeds. Mm -hmm. I sprinkled in a teaspoon of cinnamon, because that's great for you. Oh, I put in a quarter of a cucumber to give it a little more thickness. And I blended it so it tastes like pear. It looks like a beautiful green whatever. It took literally less than three minutes to make it and to clean the blender. And then, and I make, I make enough actually. To have then after my workout, and have a little bit for, let's say, between three and four in the afternoon when I need a great healthy pick me up.
0: Gotcha. And you had mentioned detoxing and fasting. Well, you didn't mention fasting, but it seems like you're you're implying it. What do you think about you know that type of detox? Do you think that that there's a place for fasting and a place for herbal type um, teas or that sort of thing, or do you think? One's better than the other. They each have their place.
1: Yeah, well, I'll, you know I'm a great proponent of detoxing, and, and in a little bit we'll talk about my ebook, Simplify, Detoxify, and Meditate. Yes. But everyone does need to do some detoxification, whether you do it once a year at the beginning of the year, or maybe it's a spring cleanse. Maybe you spring clean your home and then you do your body. Uh, or maybe it's a quarterly one with each change of season or yeah, and I do one day a week, three days monthly, a week with each change of season, and then once every couple of years I might do a 30- or 40-day cleanse, depending on if I think I need it. So we all need to do some type of cleansing. And, you know, some people might do water, some might do juice, some might decide to cleanse on like a three-day on just melon, uh, some people might do it on raw foods, you know, it just depends on how toxic you are to begin with. You might not obviously want to do a really strict one if you're really toxic and you wouldn't want to go for two weeks. Maybe you do once a week for a month or two and begin to clean slowly and gradually.
0: So the book Be Healthy Stay Bounce about stress What are, like, we talked about sleep, we talked about food, what's, what's, what's one or two other things that, that you know solid for a fact are gonna help eliminate stress in people's lives?
1: Well, I, I have, I have a, I have different chapters of course. I have one of my favorites is on self-esteem. Because I think on a universal level, what people wrestle with the most in their own lives is low self-esteem. When you come from a high self-esteem and you live from that empowered presence that's within you, you'll be successful in all areas of your life, but it's an interchange that needs to be made. It's amazing to me. When I look at commercials on TV or ads in magazines or those makeover reality shows, Kevin, either by innuendo or outright declaration, most of them are aimed at trying to change who we are, making us better, like, like... smarter, more attractive, slimmer, richer, more secure, and yet you could spend millions of dollars changing your outside physical features, but that will do little good unless you change your attitude about yourself and cultivate a relationship with yourself that incorporates your own divinity. So in that chapter of the book, I talk about how important is your self-esteem and how to change it because when you're not feeling good about yourself... You feel most separated from others and from God. And when you see yourself as a failure, like often you do when you've got low self-esteem, you create a self-fulfilling prophecy because you're always attracting to yourself what you believe you deserve. And then your negative thoughts, Kevin, and attitude about yourself, whether they originated within yourself or others told you and you believed things, convince you of your inability to succeed and then what happens if you don't feel you deserve success or prosperity and enjoyable life, great relationships, joy and peace, you settle for less than that which you're in, you're really entitled. And then when you feel unworthy, you cut yourself off from the fullness of life. And because I like to look at everything as half full rather than half empty and more positively, let me put this simply, when you learn to love yourself and take loving care of yourself Because it will boost self-esteem, then love will come to you in forms of happiness, health, success, prosperity, peace, joy, and balance. So, Kevin, in my new book, as you know, because you've got the first copy, (laughs) Be Healthy, Stay Balanced, 21 Simple Choices to Create More Joy and Less Stress, I have a terrific 21-day program that everyone can follow. I offer the 21 most important health-promoting foods that everyone should have in their kitchen. I give you 40 recipes. Uh, most of them take less than 10 minutes to make. I give you the 21 lifestyle choices that absolutely quell stress and bring more joy. And then in the back of the book, there's a free gift. It's a 77-minute CD where I talk about things that I would never talk about in media interviews, on TV or or over the radio, but all those extra secrets and tips and tools for you to be vibrantly healthy. Um, Coach John Wooden, a former basketball coach at UCLA, wrote the foreword in this book. And it's two-color, beautifully designed by a publisher who makes it really, don't you agree, reader-friendly.
0: Oh, it's, it's, It's awesome. You have John Robbins on the front here, too.
1: Yeah, that's well, I have about 40 endorsement quotes. In fact, people can go to my website, SusanSmithJones.com. There you obviously can see what I look like. You'll get lots of great health information. But if you click on new books, you can then go to that part. You can see the cover of the book. You can read some excerpts. You can read the 40 different endorsement quotes. Uh, there's an, uh, a radio interview you can listen to. All different things that tell about this book. And, uh, of course, Amazon has it, Borders, Barnes & Noble. Uh, but really the easiest way to get it is just simply to call the toll-free number of the publisher. Uh, there, it's Pacific time. It's one eight hundred eight four three five seven four three. 843 5743 That's Monday through Friday. 9 to 4. That's 1-800-843-5743 Pacific Time.
0: That's great. Now, you mentioned... You mentioned the twenty-one day challenge, and the last time we talked, your twenty-one day challenge, if I remember correctly, was was drinking a little bit more water, and that's what you were working on.
1: Boy, Kevin, you've got a great memory. You don't <laughs> need any more ginkgo, do you?
0: <laughs> no, I don't. What? Wow, that was like
1: a year ago when when <laughs> I told you that.
0: I know it's it's selective though the memory.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> My question is, what are you working on now?
1: Right now. You know what? I'm working on two things. I'm expanding the time I work out in the mornings, Mm -hmm. and I'm also expanding the length of time that I meditate because they go well together. See, people often say, well, could I put two things together like that? Yes, you can, but don't put so many things together that you set yourself up for failure. For example, don't say, I'll run two hours every day, do an hour of yoga... Um, eat seven vegetables, drink eight glasses of water, and clean out two cupboards, because every time you say you're going to do something and you don't keep your word, you zap your self-esteem, and you don't want to do that to yourself. Here's an affirmation I have right here next to my computer, and and this is great for everybody that wrestles with perhaps lower self-esteem, and it's, Not one drop of my self-worth depends on your acceptance of me. Or you could say, not one drop of my self-worth depends on others' acceptance of me. And Eleanor Roosevelt beautifully said this, No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. So, um, you know, the, the thing that I think we all need to begin with more before anything else Is that relationship we have with ourselves, how we feel about ourselves, because that's the key to taking control of our lives. So develop a loving relationship, a warm friendship, with yourself, and and you you begin that very practically by stop being so judgmental, critical, and unforgiving of yourself.
0: And so your your e-book here, simplify, detoxify, and meditate. um, it's the, just those three words. How did you, how did you choose those words? Because just those three words, I mean, I, I almost don't even need to read the book. I'm just like, oh, I feel so good. Yeah, very, I you know. I
1: know <laughs> exactly. Well, this is my brand new ebook. You're the first person to get it. You, you have the first copy. It of I've just finished it, and I picked simplify, detoxify, meditate for this ebook because these are three simple things that if people would incorporate these practices into their lives, their lives will change absolutely for the better. But let's just look briefly at simplify. I think simplification is to our lives what a good rejuvenation program is to our bodies. They both purify. Lao Tzu once said, Kevin, manifest plainness, embrace simplicity, reduce selfishness, have few desires, Henry David Thoreau said, I have no time to be in a hurry. And he said, our life is fretted away by detail. Simplify, simplify. Now this might mean, as I describe in detail in this, in this chapter of the book, maybe it means beginning in your home and your surroundings and your environment and simplifying your drawer, drawers, closets, cupboards, cabinets. Uh, your garage, your car, so that you have a little breathing space around you. And maybe you make a 21-day agreement that every day for 30 minutes you'll do one closet, one cupboard, one drawer, one cabinet, and maybe it takes four to five 21-day agreements to get your whole house cleaned out. But you will feel so much better if you simplify your surroundings. And then that also Rolls over into simplifying your activities. Oftentimes people are busy from the second they wake up in the morning till they go to bed at night and are so frazzled throughout the day. You've got to find ways in your life to simplify. Maybe undo the clutter of your daily schedule and take a few minutes out. Perhaps, and now I'm segueing into meditation, so that you can bookend your day with 5 or 10 or 15 minutes in the morning or sometime before you go to bed at night with a practice of turning within. I've been a disciplined meditator for 35 years. I've taught workshops and classes around the world. I work with individuals and families on meditation. And it's a practice that reduces stress and tension in the body, boosts your immunity, Helps you to think more clearly, helps to relax your body, and if that's not enough, those people that meditate regularly have been scientifically proven to look 12 to 15 years younger than people of the same age who don't meditate. So I have a detailed program, program on everything you need to know about why we should meditate how to do it when to do it how to make it easy how to fit it into a busy schedule how to achieve goals simply through meditation that's all covered in my new ebook
0: i think what i like most or one of the things i like most about what you teach is that you practice the simplify pretty well and you and you talk about making things really simple i mean what how much do you, do you take into account, like, the details of all the different health information that you can receive on a daily basis? I mean, should, should we listen to it? Should we take it with a grain of salt? A grain of sea salt? or what?
1: <laughs> You're right. Organic sea salt. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know what? We, we are bombarded. In fact, we're, we are absolutely, totally and completely overstimulated. And, and we, but we also have been given the miracle of an intuition. And when we can t- practice little, take little respites of deep breathing, maybe every hour for two to three minutes throughout the day, and, and tune within and see what's, what's stressed out, or my shoulders up by my ears, am I breathing deeply, how do I feel? When you breathe more, you'll find that you're more in touch with your intuition. And when you're more in touch, Kevin, with your intuition, and you get ideas that come to you, you take them in, either they resonate with you, and then maybe you adopt them in your life, or maybe they don't. Uh, You know, so you've got to, you've got to stay in touch with that fountain of 24-7 internal guidance that always is taking you on the path where you need to go. But most of us live such busy, stress-filled lives that we don't take time to tune into that. Um And let's just talk for a few seconds about meditation. For those that um might not get the ebook, you don't need to be a Buddhist monk to know how to meditate. You know, here's really, in a nutshell, how you do it. You find a special quiet place in your home. You spend 5, 10, 15, or 30 minutes if you have it. First thing in the morning is a great time or before... You go to bed at night, close your eyes and focus on something that takes your thoughts off off all the chatter of your mind. And an easy thing you can focus on is your breathing. And you inhale and exhale slowly and deeply while focusing on maybe the sound and rhythm of your breathing. Or maybe you just mentally visualize something that brings peace and calmness to you, like sitting at the ocean or sitting in a garden or looking at a flower, or maybe you just breathe deeply as you look at a lit candle. Uh, When you do this, you will start to end your day on a stress-free note. Keep in mind, too, Kevin, that the first 40 minutes of each day sets the tone for the day, like the first day of a 21-day program sets the tone for that, or a health and fitness program. So you must make the first 40 minutes of your day how you want the rest of your day to be. Maybe you set the breakfast table the night before, get the lunches made the night before, get your workout clothes ready or your work clothes ready so that you can start the day relaxed, happy, joyful, peaceful. But the problem is that most people don't get enough sleep, so they push that snooze button five or six times every morning. And and it comes down to deciding what is important to you. Do you want to live a peaceful, joyful, healthy happy, balanced, sacred life, or do you want to continue to live frazzled every day, not getting enough sleep, not eating the right foods, not working out, having a terrible attitude, feeling totally stressed out? It's up to each of us to, to make these changes in our lives. And, and again, my brand new book, Be Healthy, Stay Balanced, and my two e-books tell you everything you need to know to create your very best life so you can be vibrantly healthy and successful physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually.
0: So let's say you're seven or eight days into a 21-day challenge and you don't feel like doing it anymore.
1: What's your challenge?
0: Um, I don't know. Um, I'm, just ma- I'm just making up a hypothetical thing. So say it's, uh, say it's drink green juice every day. All right. What What can you do?
1: Okay, all right. I love that you asked this because it will come up. What happens is we all have that we spiritual quiet voice within us, but most of us all have that other incessant voice that shatters all the time that I call the babbler. And you can be guaranteed that it will say things to you to get you off track because here's what everyone needs to know. Your mind is not always your friend, and your mind is always telling you that it wants immediate gratification. It doesn't care about a long-term goal or a 21-day goal you made. It wants you to feel good in the moment, and it will come up with every excuse possible so you don't have to honor your word with yourself. And when you don't keep your word with yourself, you zap your self-esteem. So when you made an agreement, you're on day seven with your green juices, and you don't feel like making it, and the minds come um, strolling through your mind like leaves in a little stream. You don't need to do this. There's no time. Oh, you can skip a day, even though you made a 21-day agreement. You say, thank you for sharing, but I made a 21-day agreement. And you can say to yourself, and at day 21 when I'm done, I can reevaluate and maybe do it differently now, but I... I made a commitment, I'm going to be disciplined, I'm going to make my word count, because again, Kevin, I've said this already twice, but it is so important, whenever you say you're going to do something, whether it's the 21-day agreement, or call someone, or, or do something, whether you've told someone else, or just to yourself, you must keep your word, because when you don't, you lower your self-esteem And as your self-esteem lowers, you lose faith in yourself. And then it's hard to achieve any goals when you don't have that faith within you. And really, it was Emerson who, who so beautifully said, the whole course of things go to teach us faith. And one of the ways to build faith is to always keep your word. So what what we're talking about, Kevin, is discipline. I see discipline as that ability to carry out a resolution long after the mood or the enthusiasm has left you. Maybe on January 1st, you're all fired up and eager to, what, I don't know, work out, eat better foods, lose weight. And then what happens? Often weeks or days, and, and for many people, hours after the first arrives, you've lost your motivation So realize you're not going to be motivated 100% of the time, but you can choose to be disciplined. And I do a 21-day program every month. I I do one or two things, maybe usually add in something or two things and give something up. And I I begin at the beginning of the month. You don't have to, but then I, if I start on the first, I know on the calendar where I also am in my 21-day agreement. And then the last few days of the month after the 21 day agreement's over, I'm a little bit more relaxed and a little less disciplined. And then I always know on the first I begin it over again. So I make at least 12 beneficial changes in my life every year. And it's a doable, practical, easy way to build your self-esteem. Start off with the easiest agreement possible. For example, it could be every, if you're used to drinking two to three glasses of water a day, maybe you say every day for 21 days and write it down, put it where you can see it, on your fridge door or something, I'll have six glasses of water. Don't get, make the beginning ones really easy because when you finish the 21 days, you're going to feel so proud and so good that you'll even, and you'll be more empowered, you'll do do better even on the next 21-day agreement.
0: I love listening to this, it's so inspiring. <laughs> you, you must have, I, I know that you learned from your, from your grandmother, but yeah. you, you must have, you must have one or two resources or books that you have really learned a lot from. Where are they?
1: Hmm. Well, I love your book, Kevin.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, I happen to love your book. Um, I, I also love any book written by White Eagle. He gives me emotional and spiritual and mental uh um, inspiration. I, I love wh- anything by White Eagle.
0: Huh. Interesting. I have a question about the the simplifying process. I imagine it's easier to do a 21-day challenge if you have simplified because then there's just not as much emotional... Physical clutter around to get you distracted. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, that's definitely right. You know, wherever you can find in your life, whether it's your environment or all the activities you have every day, or just you know the the even your desk. You know, people. Some people say, "Oh, it doesn't bother me. I work better with clutter all around me." Sure. But that's right. that's just often an excuse that they don't make or take the time. To simplify their desk, because when you and, 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 and you know it's the process of feng shuiing things around you, you need need the environment to be so things can flow around and bring you what you need uh, and help you with that energy rather than cutting it off.
0: Yeah, it's it's so it really can be easy, and that's what I think Susan brings across with this stuff. And, and as you're listening to this call, you can obviously tell that she kind of makes you want to get up out of your chair and do something. At least that's how I'm, I'm feeling, and, and, you know, I think I've got a lot, a lot of stuff together, and I'm just like, well, i got to get this together. And, and we actually just recently cleaned our house. We did some sort of um, cleansing-type program in our house, like for our house. And right afterwards, we had gone down to my parents' for for a, a dinner and to watch um, a football game. We came back up, and Emery's like, I'm so glad to be coming home. I'm really excited to be in the house. And it was really great uh, emotionally to do that. So what, what Susan and I have done is we have put together a page where you can get um, the, the ebook "Simplify, Detoxify, and Meditate." On the website for that slash www.renegadetable.com/simplify. So it's slash simplify S- I'm going to have trouble spelling "simplify." S-I-M-P-L-O-I. F-
1: P-L-I-F-Y.
0: <laughs> Say that again for me.
1: <laughs> S-I-M-P-L-I-F-Y. There we go. Simplify. There we go. And you're right, one book is called Simplify, Detoxify, Meditate. And the subtitle is Secrets to Making an Ordinary Life Extraordinary. And I know you're offering that for sale. It's, um, close to a hundred pages. It's full color. Beautiful photographs, wonderful chapters that will inspire you.
0: You know, a lot of people talk about abundance, but a lot of people don't take action. And so what do what are your thoughts? What are you what is your experience with kind of, you know, getting the mindset ready and then, you know, what happens if you don't take the action?
1: Well, nothing really and, and most people talk good things you know they say good things and they have the best of intentions but they don't follow through actions always speak louder than words and kevin you can tell by your daily actions what you're really committed to in your life lots of people say i'm committed to being healthy uh, uh but but each day they go drive into the fast food restaurants or they don't take time to work out and they don't make sleep a priority. So it's so important to make commitments for what you want. Write out a vision of if you couldn't fail, what your life would look like, like I write about in one of these eBooks. There are places to write in the book as well. But then you've got to apply what you read in your life. So you've got to get the books and read them, because you can read a 100 books and it will make no difference unless you apply what you read and my goal in these books to, was to make them as practical and motivating and uplifting. And you could read two to three pages a day, apply what you read, and then the next day read two or three more pages. You can go at your own pace, but they will change your life for the better.
0: I, this is an interesting question, and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. Don't you <laughs> love one <when the> question, <laughs> like that? I The other day we, we received an email from... From a woman, we, and we receive this from from time to time, and she she has a cancer, and she just can't seem to be able to eat healthy. And and for me, I it's if it, my heart goes out to her because I I kind of don't understand how someone couldn't eat healthy. And not to not to to to, to say anything negative about her, um, I just want to know like what could be going on in her head that's kind of. Not allowing her to to take care of herself. Do you have any? Have, well, you, have you had any experience with
1: that? A- I absolutely do, and and I and quite frequently I hear comments like that as well. And what I tell people is, many of the foods that they're eating right now, from chocolates to cheese to lots of meat products to wheat to other foods, are so addicting in the body that you could have the best intentions and willpower. But you'd almost kill to eat certain foods, and it's difficult to change your diet, which is why I always go back to a 21-day program because most people in their brain, they can wrap their thoughts around, okay, 21 days, three weeks, it's not six months, I can do three weeks. And it's easier to add in foods than take out foods. So I encourage people to add in more fresh produce. More fresh fruits and vegetables, more raw food, and always eat those first. Sequence the foods you eat, as I talk about in my book. Sequence the foods, so you eat those first, and you won't have as much room for the others. Uh, and so, and then as you gradually begin to make changes, you'll feel better, and then you'll be more empowered to make more changes in your life, because, let's face it, we're creatures of habit. We like to do the same things all the time. And people often say, Susan, I am too stressed out to make major changes in my life. And I say to people, it's the simple lifestyle choices like what you eat, how you deal with stress, how often you work out, how much sleep you get, water you drink, what you think. These have the most impact on your longevity and quality of life. And to your friend that called and has cancer and doesn't want to change your diet. Kevin, it is next to impossible to change to 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 change a diet if you're not getting enough sleep because when you get good sleep, uh that is so important because sleep is when we reset our appetite control and our pain control. Sleep is when our energy energy regroups for the day to come. And you can't underestimate the importance of getting good sleep. You know, everything looks better on a good night's sleep than it did the night before. So to your friend, I would say, take one day at a time. Get enough sleep. Spend five to ten minutes at least a day meditating. Bring in a few more fruits and vegetables. Drink a big glass of high alkaline water, 20 to Minutes or so on an empty stomach before a meal, and you and you, you'll gradually begin to loo- and do twenty-one day agreement. You'll lose the desire for the foods that are not good
0: for you. And simple And I
1: wish I could live with her for twenty-one days and help
0: her. <laughs> well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that in the future because because we might have. We might have an option that I'm thinking about, and I'm not going to let anyone onto it, what it is right yeah. now. But, but I do have an idea, uh, um, yeah. moving forward. I do
1: personal retreats, and sometimes it's with a family, um or sometimes they come. I have a retreat center in Oregon, and I'm booked about two years ahead. And I work with small groups of people. Sometimes I go to their home. Sometimes it's a few days. Sometimes it's, uh, one, two, three weeks. And depending on their needs, I personalize a retreat just for them. And I love to do that. I love to work one-on-one with people to help them be as healthy as, as they were created to be. We get in ruts. I understand that. We get in ruts that bring us down physically, mentally, and spiritually. The body reflects the mind, and the mind reflects the spirit. But the body's a great place to start. healthier your body is, the more positive you are. And the more empowered you feel, body reflects mind, mind reflects spirit. And I know what you do too, Kevin, as I do, is you listen to people because as my grandmother, Fritzie, taught me, one of the greatest hungers of the human heart is to feel understood. And that can be as healing for someone as eating better foods, to think that someone out there is listening to me and cares about how I feel. Because most people... You know you meet most people in this world are just self-centered and and when you become so stressed out, I think it's an ep- epidemic of huge proportions in this country, and I call it a busyness or a hurryness sickness. People are always rushing around and you become more insensitive to your own needs and the needs of those people around you and we need to slow down a little bit, and like I write about in the ebook, we need to simplify our lives. And then I'd say probably the best advice I can give everybody over anything, if there's one thing, and I write about it in detail in the ebook, Simplify, Detoxify, Meditate, and here's a very simple formula for finding peace, joy, happiness, and reducing stress, and it is this, each and every day live thankfully no matter what's going on in your life, just be grateful for it. If you could do that, Kevin, for 24 hours in a row, just be grateful and positive and that loving feeling, gratitude, 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 for 24 hours. And most people can't do it for more than 10 minutes. But your life would absolutely change for the better. Your attitude is your mind's paintbrush. It can color anything. And gratitude is a great stress buster, Because what you think about consistently brings more of the same into your life. So by focusing on the positive, Kevin, even during the difficult times, is the best way to reduce and alleviate stress and tension and depression. And it will absolutely transform your life. So choose that attitude of gratitude.
0: That's fantastic. And you can find out some more information. Um you can get this ebook and check it out and start to simplify, detoxify, and meditate. It sounds amazing. So, I mean, I don't know. And I, I, I have,
1: have a detailed detoxification program in there. We we, we didn't even have time that. to talk about that, uh. but it's, it's step by step. I hold every reader by their hand and take them through a detailed detoxification program. They could do once a week, once a month, with every season. However you want to do it.
0: That's too bad we didn't get you to talk about it. <laughs>
1: well, another time.
0: Yeah. The, the website is renegaderoundtable.com slash simplify. Renegaderoundtable.com slash simplify. S-I-M-P-L-I-F-Y. And you can go and you can see all the details about this, this ebook and this free little package that, that Susan and I have put together for you. Um, it's very important for us to get the information to you, so we've made it very affordable for you. I mean, this is just this is a, a fraction of that. I'm not going to say the exact price because we might actually raise it because it's so low. <laughs> um, but but I but it's a it's a great price um, for what you're getting. And I mean, you get part of Susan's heart really when you when you when you pick this up. So that's mm-hmm. that's that's important because you can tell how how sensitive and and gentle and caring she is. Mm-hmm. So thank Susan, I you. thank you, so much and for then this
1: call. and yeah. thank you, and then also my brand new book: Be Healthy, Stay yes. Balanced. 21 Simple Choices to Create More Joy and Less Stress. You can find out about it on my website, susansmithjones.com. Click on New Books, and you can see excerpts and see the cover. Or you can call the publisher, toll-free Pacific Time, 1-800-843-5743.
0: Well again, I want to thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Every talk that we have is awesome.
1: <laughs> oh, Kevin, thank you. I just, I, I just love being with you and I thank you so much for spending this time with me.
0: And to everyone else out there, we thank you for sharing your time because we know how important it is. Um, we only have so much and so we're glad that you decided to choose uh, this particular hour with us and hopefully you've learned something that you can take and deposit into your own health bank account for lasting Returns. This is Kevin Gianni from the RenegadeRoundtable.com and RenegadeHealth.com. Together we can change the health of the world. One talk at a time.